My name is Michael Burgess, also known as Young Hunger, continuing on interviewing top young successful entrepreneurs from Northern Ireland. Today we are joined by one of the leading online coaches in the country and also a true idol of mine. Some of you might know him from this with his average to unstoppable program helping change lives all across the UK. That man is Mr. Johnny Pierce. Let's go catch him. Thanks to the lads for having me on, I really appreciate it. I'm really excited to share whatever questions they're gonna throw at me. My name's Johnny, I'm 25, and we run a program called Average to Unstoppable. We help ambitious people transform their body and mind so that they can build unstoppable confidence. Um, Johnny, mate, thanks for having us. We'll jump straight into the first question if you're happy enough. Yeah, go for it, mate. So Johnny, I wanna find out, what does your typical day look like in the life of Johnny Pierce. So every day is different, I suppose, and kind of I think people have this perception that every day would be the same, and you just get up and do the same thing. And there is certain routines that I do have, and I would do and follow every single day. But a typical day, I suppose, get up in the morning. First thing I do is fill in my journal. So if you you, you had told me like two years ago that I would fill in a journal each and every single morning, I I would have thought you were crazy. But honestly, it's been an absolute game changer for me. It's it's just the small things, subtle things. So it's a pint of water before my first coffee of the day so you're rehydrating before you dehydrate with the caffeine within the journal obviously you're planning out what you're going to do on a set day and making sure that you stick to that you're placing in what your non-negotiables for that day what you need to get done your top three priorities things like that and then yeah get stuck into work most of my time is dedicated to speaking and communicating with our clients making sure I'm checking in with them and obviously as we're coaching online so it's done from my office I spend most of my day in my office obviously we're in the garage here now slightly different environment so we don't coach the clients in here uh, but I just train myself in here so I'll do a bit of a workout normally in the afternoon after I've done all my coaching stuff I've spoke with the team and stuff and I guess yeah mate that's it there's there's nothing nothing crazy happening but yeah. um, it's always productive. Has that changed much through your development your own development is that yeah, yeah yeah for sure like it's obviously a lot different to what it was before like we used to coach our clients in the gym environment so it was slightly different where we were going to the gym for six in the morning to meet a client and then staying there until nine or ten at night so it's changed a lot in that sense where we're still putting in the same amount of hours but then it's also slightly different in the sense that you're not stuck to be there for a certain time so it, it's it's up to you and up to me I guess as to when I, I start the day so it, it's very different than it was before. That sort of leads me on to the next question. You're a hugely successful online coach. Did you always know you wanted to do that from day one or did it sort of manifest itself into that or what was it? Uh, so like a lot's changed from when I first started, so I actually wanted to be a car wash man, and that's not disrespecting car wash men, but that was my goal. I just, yeah. I loved washing cars, I loved doing that, and that was something that I was gonna potentially pursue, almost to the point that I was like 13 or 14 at the time, and I had offered to wash people's, my neighbor's cars and all, and, and stuff like that. So that was the start of it, and then as time went on, I started to realize there maybe wasn't a future in that for me, and it wasn't actually where my passion lied. I took the usual route and went to, to study, pursued studying sport and stuff like that, went to uni and all those things. And then the ultimate goal was to be a teacher at that point, so I wanted to be a school teacher. And then as time went on and I started into my own fitness journey, and at the time I was working full time in a leisure centre as a lifeguard, and I sort of thought to myself, this, is, this doesn't light a fire in me, it's not something that I potentially want to do forever. Yeah. Um, so I thought maybe I could be a teacher, so that's why I was doing the whole uni thing. And then as I got into fitness, I started to realise like this, this is where my passion lies, you know? Mm. Yeah, and what age did you sort of 
find that then, did you? Yeah, I guess I must have been about 18, 19 at the time. I just started the gym myself, so it all stemmed from me starting training. You know, I was always into yeah. fitness, but it was always just football. And then as, as the sort of gym journey started, I started to really get this passion. So then what drives you? See, when you wake up in the morning, what makes you think, right, I need to go, I need to get this done? What sort of, what's your backbone? It's a good question, it's a good question. And I think one of the biggest driving forces and the driving factors for me is impact and the opportunity to actually change lives for a, for the better and actually help someone, you know, who's maybe struggling with a little barrier in their life or a mindset block or they're struggling and they're lacking confidence and they're feeling out of shape and they feel super low on energy and it's affecting all areas of their life because some people don't actually realize how much of an impact being low in energy or feeling that you lack confidence can have because maybe mm. you won't apply for that job, you won't actually go and do X, Y, and Z. So impact's the biggest thing and the big, the ability that, that our program can have and, and the change that that can make in someone's lives and I know that I need to show up, I need to lead from the front, I need to turn up because that in itself gives me significance, it gives me this feeling of like, you know, I, I can actually do something and make a positive change and, and leave a legacy for what we do inside Average and Sattel. Mm. Goals, I just sort of want to touch on that. Do you, do you use that day to day, goals, long term, short term? Do, do you have goals? From, from a personal standpoint, yeah, I have yeah. goals and I think the question that I'm going to ask myself each and every time I set a goal, it's like what I love right now about what I'm doing and what I loathe, so what don't I like right now about what I'm doing and then how can I change? Or another question I would ask myself is what's my biggest challenge right now, whether it's personally, whether it's professionally, um, it, could be, it could be anything, what is the biggest bottleneck right now for me and then I'll set goals around where the challenges lie and I think I suppose for every, everyone who's watching this or listening back, if they were to set their own goals, yeah. it would be their ability to look at where their challenges lie, what their big struggles are, like is there any insecurities that they need to work through? Is there anything holding them back from being who they truly want to be and chasing, I guess, potential, their own fulfillment from life? I'd set out, like, what, what I truly want to achieve here, what I actually mm -hmm. want to get from this. It needs to excite me. It needs to inspire me. It, need to, it needs to be aligned with what I value in life. Yeah. And if I can do that and I get accountable, they actually achieving the goal, whether it's having someone hold me accountable or whether it's, you know, telling someone else I think one great thing that anyone can do with their goals is communicate it to someone else whether it's a family member friend or whatever because you communicate it then it's it's you're almost accountable instantly because you've told someone you're going to do this or like I think even uh, just yeah. sharing it on social media like what you, you guys are doing with the Young Hunger thing like it's on social media so that's nearly your accountability to get more podcasts out there it's to get uh, on and speak to more people and stuff like that um, so it's obviously being realistic and for me it's like knowing the why behind my goal. You're a hugely successful online coach you've got thousands of followers you've got a great team behind you do you see yourself as successful? Yes, I would say that I'm successful because yeah. I've got a handle on my physical and mental health. I know exactly what I want, who I want to be, the mission that I'm on. And, and yes, I haven't achieved all of my goals yet and I would be lying if I had said that, but I know that I have a goal and I know that I'm well on the track and well on the road, I guess, to actually achieve that. You have such a high online presence. Do you get much criticism? Yeah, I mean, it's for sure yeah, all the time. Yeah, come with it, yeah. Yeah, and I think one big barrier in my life and one big challenge that I had in the past was I wanted everyone to like me. For me, the moment that I actually flipped that and realized, look, not everyone's gonna like you. Yeah. And whenever you start putting yourself out there, 
there's going to be a lot of people that will give you hate, and I get a lot of it, particularly on social media. You'll 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 have people commenting on videos and stuff like that, and especially potentially me speaking at one of our live events, and I've had comments underneath that. You know, what does he know, or who yeah. does he think he is to be speaking about this, etc., etc. But they don't know the journey behind it. They don't know, you know, what I've studied or what I've done. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. think the hate will come, and the, you know how I actually deal with that is reminding myself of the fact that. It says more about the other person than it does me. One big mindset lesson that I've had across the last 12 months is how you speak to yourself will come out and how you speak to your other people. So that's why the relationship you have with yourself and the conversations that go on between your two years are so important. One big thing I talk about and I've spoken about in the past is delaying instant gratification. Instant gratification for me would be jumping back down the person's throat and being like, who, who do they think they are to say that about me? Yeah. But it's actually my ability to not take it personally, my ability to actually show compassion for that person. And I suppose accepting where that person's at and I suppose take the lessons from from that and how you can actually not do that other people. Is that like a skill you've developed over time? Yeah, for sure, mate. Like I used to get loads of hate on social media and like it would have like drained all my energy. I would have yeah. invested my energy into that, but my energy is now all invested solely in like building obviously unstoppable, it's impacting and changing lives. And social media can be such a negative place, but depending on who you're following, I guess it can be such a positive place as mm -hmm. well. So in life, things aren't always plain sailing. So whenever failure comes and setbacks, it's like how do you handle that? Like everyone fails at some point. Yeah. Or do you fail or? Yeah, mate, like all the time and, and probably on a weekly basis, I try yeah. different things and, and don't actually achieve it. And I think if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. Like mm. you need to actually put yourself out there. And, and one big, I guess, mindset switch for me is understanding what lessons I can take from the failures. And with every breakdown, there's gonna be a breakthrough. You will have things that, that hold you back and stop you from yeah. being where and who you truly wanna be, but it's your ability to, to take the lessons from it because some of your biggest lessons will come from your biggest challenges and also understand your perception of what you see in social media isn't always true so that's why I'm constantly trying to be as authentic and as vulnerable as I possibly can because that's going to show the real me and some of my best lessons from my own coaches and mentors have been when they've been vulnerable and sometimes we can put these people on a pedestal and we think they never fail, yeah, yeah. They, they never do anything bad. Everything in their life is 100%, but trust me, I've coached loads of hugely successful people, people that you, you wouldn't even realize how successful they are, and they still have their own personal challenges, they still have their own personal barriers, and including me, um, I have my own personal challenges. As I continuously put myself out there more, more I take more risks, yeah. I'm gonna fail more, and I know for a fact, across 2022, I guarantee you, I'll fail loads of times. I'll admit and I'll look at how I failed and what's the lessons I can take from it and then and then make sure I do it better next time. It's interesting hearing that because on Instagram, on Facebook, you only see the final product. And with like yourself, yeah, yeah. who's like a pro at it, you always think maybe that was done in one take. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting hearing your side of things that you do fail, you do get setbacks like everyone else. Yeah, it's yeah. just how you tackle them and how you overcome them. Yeah, and it's accepting them. And I know yeah. like in the past, failures would have crippled me. Yeah. Like it would have crippled me. It would have ruined my whole month. It would have ruined me for a few months and I would have like been left down in the dumps. But it's just actually knowing that you have that mindset that you can continuously get up after every time. And the people, the type of people listen to this, young people who are ambitious and like trying to, trying to pursue maybe starting a business or something like that. Like there's gonna be so many failures. And yeah. if you look at anyone who's playing at the level you want to play at, I guarantee you that they've failed thousands of times and they just took the lessons from it and they're only still going because they've been able to overcome failures. Failures can help people completely and stop them from doing anything they want to do. But yeah. I guess for, for yourself or for anyone, it's their ability to actually come back from that. Mm. So can you explain to me a little bit about your average to unstoppable um, sort of setup. So yeah. where did it start and why is it so special? 
to you? Yeah, yeah. I guess for me, like for years, I spent hours on end helping people build a great body. And one thing that I realized in doing that was building a great body doesn't help you overcome your lack of confidence. It doesn't help you overcome all of your insecurities. It doesn't fill you full of energy and it doesn't actually help you with your mindset to take on the day-to-day -day challenges of life, just like we spoke about. So the reason it came about is because I wanted to offer more and people kept asking me, Johnny, how, how can I work on this? How can I apply for this job? How can I start this business? How can I actually have a better mindset? And, and whenever I thought about it, I was like, what can I do? And I thought back to my own personal development journey when I started, when I had all the struggles, all the challenges, all the barriers, the lack of confidence, the insecurities that I had in the past and I'm happy to share. I spent years of my life building a great body from the outside in. People would have thought I had it all, you know, and I mean from, from a confidence perspective because I was standing there in my shorts with a six pack and I was getting my photo taken. And I remember the very first time I'd done that and how insecure I felt and how I picked out every little bit of body fat and I picked out every little bit of like, I don't have enough muscle here or whatever. And I realized that me building a great body, it's not gonna solve all my problems. And so many people think, oh, if I lose a wee bit of weight or I build a bit of muscle, I'll be fine. But the reality is, it's gonna be your ability to actually chase your potential, your ability to also understand that the goalposts will constantly move. So you'll achieve a goal, you'll set the goal, and then you'll set a new goal. And you've, you've all had those moments where you're like, oh, you, you've set out, you've dreamed of this goal, you, you achieve the goal, and you're like, oh, is that it? Yeah. Is that all it was? And that was me whenever it came to building a great body, and I was like, right. You're looking bigger nearly every, each time, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, how, how can I actually, do more than build a great body and it's just the the kind of lives that we're now impacting and the changes that we're now making are so much greater and like you'll see before and afters on my social media but it doesn't tell the full story and it's like the journey that someone's went on or like the business they've started or the career that they've applied for i guess that's why it's special to me and it's my ability to take people away from the pain that i was in in the past and, and make sure they don't have to face that because i know how it feels to feel insecure, I know how it feels to lack confidence, I know how it feels to be low on energy, and I wanna make sure people don't feel like that. So how important is it to have like-minded individuals around you for you to succeed? Massively, I think like there's never been an individual success story. So team is vital and essential. It's like you three lads that run this, like you couldn't do it alone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's knowing that you need a team behind you. You need, you need people that aren't, you know, the face of everything and there's still people in the background that are doing the, the, the important stuff. So that's been a big factor. I think environment is everything. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think that's one big factor as to why we have built the community that we've built inside Aversy Unstoppable because I know that me coaching people alone, well, well, that's that's only one person. And if I'm not available, then who do people speak to? So yeah. like inside our community, like they're they're meeting like-minded people, they're like meeting like-minded individuals, they're they're building friendships with people that will last a lifetime because that in itself will will push their growth. It's so easy to spend type of time with people that drain your energy and you'll have to cut people out of your life. You know, it's it's gonna happen. How how can I how can I upgrade my environment? How can I spend time with more people that inspire me? And mm -hmm. and I guarantee you that, that your life will then go on this trajectory that you never thought it was possible because you've just upgraded your environment. And I'm not saying leave your relationship tomorrow. I'm not saying leave all your friends, but I'm just saying as time goes on, your circle will change, your environment will change yeah. as you progress. And it's like, and one big thing that I would say is like new levels, new devils. So like as, as you move forward and, and achieve new levels or achieve new things, different challenges. there'll be different challenges and yeah. different problems. And people think, and they look to certain people and they look to people that they look up to and they're like, oh, they have it all, they have everything. Yeah. But I guarantee that the challenges they face 
are so different than, than the potential challenges you or I or anyone's going through. For young up and coming men and women, I don't even mean just in fitness, but this could be broad, but do you have any advice for them individuals? Yeah, I think the most important thing is do something that you're passionate about. Do something that lights a fire inside you. I was in a stable full-time job mm. that I got paid every month for in the leisure centre, but I left it because I knew I had more to give. I knew there was more for me there. I knew I wanted to do something that lit a fire in me, and every time I got up in the morning, I actually wanted to do it. So the second point is comparisons. Comparison syndrome is a thief of joy, so the more you compare yourself mm. to other people, like you can't compare your chapter one in your journey to someone else's chapter 10. When you think about where you want to be, you compare yourself to where you're at right now to where you were six months ago. If you've progressed, happy days. If you haven't, what needs to change to do that? Mm. Um, and another point, I suppose, would be keeping the main thing the main thing. It's so easy to get distracted by loads of different avenues, but it's just committing to, to what it is you want. And like what you probably want in life is actually beyond your current le level of comfort. Mm. You could stay in your comfort zone, you could get paid every month, but what you could actually do is step out of your comfort zone do something different than what society tells you to do yeah. and I guarantee you that you'll probably achieve more. Like, I wasn't fantastic at school and I'm not saying I'm fantastic now either but I mean like I got an F in business studies. And, and, and <laughs> you I, run a business. I, I apparently run a business so yeah. it, it's knowing that like your, your past doesn't define you so like if you haven't been great at school you haven't maybe smashed it or went to uni or anything like that like yeah. that that doesn't define you like there's so much more out there and if you're passionate and you're willing to actually work hard work hard and probably everyone you inter interview will say the same thing like mm. like hard work will always be talent and it's your ability to actually work harder than the person person next to you and like I didn't work hard at school so that's why my grades produced what they were and I got in the business studies when I, when I actually was doing something I was passionate about and even like when I left school and I went and studied sport then all everything I was studying was something I was passionate about so that yeah. made it easy and I actually I'm not blowing me in trouble but I ended up doing well in studying sport but whenever it came to studying maths and business studies well Aye, the interest wasn't the same the interest yeah. wasn't there you know yeah, I know loads of people who are stuck in that nine to five. Yeah, want to yeah. get out. So I think you're hearing you say that will be a really big, really good uplift. Yeah, for, for sure. those individuals to hear that. Just before we uh, switch off, I just want to briefly talk to you about mental health. Yeah, for sure. And how maybe you it has affected you maybe. So the most important thing I guess is just your ability to reach out for help and your ability to say it's it's okay because each and every single person like I'll admit in the past I've I've really struggled and I've really had challenges and barriers but like small things that you can do to actually actively protect your mental health like filling in your journal each day, going and doing a little workout or even just going for a walk and even feeling your body with a little bit of better food and stuff like that. Anyone listening to this who maybe is struggling send me a message anytime and and like even if it's just someone to speak to or i'm sure the lads will take a message too because it's it's so easy to to, to suffer alone and i've had friends family members and clients who have really suffered alone but it doesn't matter whether you're a male or a female there's this thing that men don't speak about their yeah. problems but yeah. there's also females that don't speak about their problems too so i think you know being able to articulate that and just communicating that and obviously in this podcast i'm coming across hugely positive but there's days where i don't want to get up and go and do a workout or there's days where i don't want to do x y and z and it's accepting that and understanding that but it's your ability to realize that you're going to experience these negative emotions you're going to experience these day down days but it's your ability not to live your life there like state is temporary and 
your state can change within seconds like you know just from you flipping it and understanding that that what you focus on grows the more you focus on something the worse it's going to get so it's your ability to communicate it, it's your ability to work through it and your ability to speak and be around the right people that are going to support you we really want to drive it because even myself like i've had you know never been depressed but yeah. i've been pretty much close sometimes yeah and speaking out is nearly the hardest thing we just really want to push that push the awareness yeah. and I think it's really good for someone like you to speak out like that so I think that wraps it up thank you Johnny for sitting down and speaking to us I really do appreciate that thank you to everyone behind the Young Hunger team and um, hopefully everyone watching has took a little bit away uh, from what Johnny has been saying I definitely have so that wraps us up I'll see you guys in the next one